Thank you for tuning in to the Transformed Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast challenges us to be different from this world in which we live and to transform ourselves into the best that we can be for God. Here is your host, Caleb Rutherford. What's up, everybody? Thank you again so much for tuning in and being with us today for this episode of the Transform Podcast. What a joy, what a blessing it is to share this time with you as we break open the bread of life, as we study the Word of God together. I certainly count myself blessed uh, to be able to use this platform of podcasting uh, for the glory of God. That's why we do anything that we do, not just as Christians, and that's first and foremost, but as as members of this network, of the Scattered Abroad Network, as hosts, um, we all have that same common goal in mind, and that is to glorify God in all that we do. And that is why um, we work so well together, because ultimately we know we're not trying to bring glory to our own name, but rather we're striving to point everyone towards our Creator. Um, and hopefully this podcast, um, as well as all of the other podcasts, um, underneath this this network are doing just that. Hopefully, they're pointing you towards Christ and pointing you uh, to a life that is going to be lived for Him and glorify Him in everything that you do. Um, and hopefully that, that's, that that is what it's doing and that it's been beneficial to you. Just as a reminder, please remember to subscribe to us on whatever platform it is that you use to listen to podcasts and wherever you can, please leave us a rating. Please leave us a review. That is what helps get us the most exposure uh, to those on the outside. Um, and that will certainly be one of the most helpful things that you can do for us um, in terms of promoting us. And so please remember to do that if you can. And we certainly would appreciate it. Once again, I hope you're enjoying uh, this uh, the theme of this season, particularly this first season here of the Transform Podcast as we discuss this idea and this theme of transforming out of and how we're talking about as individuals, we must always grow, we must always get better, we must always um, strive to be the best that we can be and to not be stagnant, to not stay where we are, but to always grow and advance into something greater than we were the day before. We've talked about several things thus far, and today I want to talk about this idea of being transformed out of living. Transformed out of living. Now, I find it funny because for this season, as well as um, season two and actually season three and season four, I've already mapped out season one all the way through four already. I've already planned them out. I'm, I'm hoping to get recording on some of those here in the very near future. Um, so when it came to me f- to, to, to flesh this outline out and to record it, I thought living, transform out of living. What in the world am I talking about? Why did I put this down? What in the world did I mean by we're supposed to transform ourselves out of living? But through study um, and through th- throughout this episode today, I hope that you will see what I'm trying to bring to your attention as we talk about this idea. Now, what do we mean when we say that we must transform out of living? Obviously, living is something that you and I do on a daily basis. It's something that we cannot get away from because the opposite of living, as you know, is death. It- it- it's dying. Um, and no one... I guess, really wants to do that. And so we all want to live. We all want to live happy, healthy lives, lives that are full of joy, lives that are full of goodness and happiness and all of all kinds of blessings and things like that. We want to live on a day-to-day basis. So what does it mean that we must transform out of living? Well, listen to me here and listen to me carefully when I say this. I need you to stop living. I need you to stop living. Now, obviously, I don't mean to stop your physical life. We're not talking about things like that. 
But rather, there are certain things in this life for which we must quit living. There are things in this life which we must quit living for. Things in our lives that don't need to continue existing. Things in our lives that don't need to continue happening. If we're going to be the best that we can be as Christians, there must be a sacrifice. We must sacrifice those things that we used to do that are not according to the Word of God, put them away, turn our backs on them, and turn around and start living for God. We must stop living specific in certain ways that we used to live. As we grow, as we transform into a better Christian, into somebody better, we must stop living for these certain things. I want to point out three things, and they all somewhat go hand in hand. Um, But I want to point out three things to you um, as we go through this episode today, and hopefully it's helpful to you as you live your life for Christ. Number one, stop living for self. Stop living for self. Look, this is something that can be so hard. It can be so difficult to do. Um, because when we think about it, really most sins and problems that there are really in this world, the root of it is selfishness, isn't it? Why do we say what we do? Why do we do what we do? Why do we act the way that we do? Why do we live the way that we do? Because we want to, right? That's why we do anything in this life. Now, it doesn't mean that it's always bad. You eat something because that's what you want to eat. If you want to eat a McDonald's sandwich, then you go eat yourself a McDonald's sandwich. There's nothing wrong with that. If you want to go somewhere because that's where you want to go, then go there. If you want to go to the bowling alley, go to the bowling alley. There's nothing wrong with that. But it can be bad when it comes to living a righteous life, when it comes to the spiritual aspect of our lives. That's where we can get in trouble, isn't it? We could choose to live for self, or we could choose to live live a life that honors God with the choices that we make in this life. So often, you and I, and you I say you and I generally, we're talking about just people in general. So often we choose to live a life that revolves around self. So often we choose to live a life that revolves around bringing us momentary pleasure and fulfilling our earthly desires. So often that's all we want to do. All we want to do is please ourselves, live the way that we want to live without regard for what God has said, what God has told us to do in his word. Paul, Paul, the Apostle Paul is a great example of someone who stopped living for self. Uh, because at one time in his life, you and I know that he was, wasn't he? At one point in his life, he was a Pharisee. At one point in his life, he was a killer of Christians. He was a persecutor of Christians. He was a destroyer of Christianity. But then in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, what did he say? He said, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Paul says, I'm no longer living for myself. I'm not living for myself anymore. I'm living for Christ. I'm going to do all that I can to further his cause. Romans 14, another passage that comes to my mind, verse 7 and verse 8, for none of us lives to himself and no one dies to himself. Verse 8, for if we live, we live to who? To the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. You and I, we must live our lives with purpose. What's that purpose? Well, that purpose ought to be to please God in everything that we do over pleasing ourselves. You see, we ought to want to make God happy before we make ourselves happy. We ought to want to please God before we please ourselves. But you see, our world is so opposite of that, isn't it? Our world tries to tell us everything's about me, myself, and I. Do what makes you feel good. Do what what brings you the most pleasure. Do what makes you the happiest in life. 
if we live for self, if that's all we do is live for self, then we miss out on all the blessings that God gives his selfless children. When we're focused on self, we don't have time to be thankful for peace. When we are selfless and focused on self, we don't have time to be thankful for the love of God, for the goodness of God, for his grace and mercy and peace. Like you mentioned a moment ago, when we are focused on self, we don't make room for anything else in life. Stop living for yourself. We're all guilty of it at some point in our lives. Stop doing it. Stop living for self. Start living for God. Number two, stop living for the praise of men. Stop living for the praise of men. I think this is something that we all struggle with at times because everyone wants to be seen in a good light among other people. Everybody wants to be, uh, for other people to look at them and think, that's a great person. That's a good person. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But when we live only for their praise, for their adoration and glory and honor and prestige, that's where we have issues. When I, when I think about individuals who are hungry, who are starving for the praise of men, I think about the Pharisees. And I'm sure you do as well. These were individuals who were uh, religious leaders. They were individuals who, uh, who knew the Bible. They, they, were, they, they were known among all men, and yet they were also individuals who, in their minds, always had to have everyone's attention. No one likes being around people like that, do, do they? Do you? I know I don't. I don't like being around someone who has to always have things revolve around them, who has to have everything their way. And if it's not their way, then uh, they get all pouty about it or all upset and mad and frustrated at you. No one likes that. But you see, these individuals knew the Bible. They knew the law. They knew it probably better than most individuals did, but they didn't want to follow it. Many people call them hypocrites today. In fact, that's what Scripture calls them. Scripture calls them hypocrites. All they wanted was for people around them to think about how great they were, how religious they were, how smart they were, how far above them they were. But all their works they do to be seen by men, they make their phylacteries broad and enlarge the borders of their garments. That's Matthew chapter 23 and verse 5. Now, a phylactery. We really don't use that word today much anymore, but a phylactery was a small box that they would carry around and it would be, people would be able to see it and they would flaunt it around with all of the laws and the scriptures that they had, that they had memorized and put in their mind and they would parade around with it, basically saying, look, look at me, look at all these things that I've accomplished. Do we do, do, we do things like that today? Elders. Do you boast about all the things that you've done as a, as, a, as a leader of a congregation, as a shepherd of a congregation? Do you, do you boast about that? Well, we sent this much money to this place. Well, we helped out X amount of people this year. Well, we did all of these things that time, and we did all of those things this time. Do you boast about it? Preacher, do you boast about the baptisms you, you, you've had? All, all, all the times that you've had studies with individuals. I baptized this amount of people this year. I had this amount of studies with these people this year. I helped convert this many people this time. I've preached this many sermons uh, at this place. I've held this many gospel meetings here. I've held this many youth rallies there. I've done this here and that here. Look at all these things that I've done and that I've accomplished. Christian, are you the same way? I can quote this. I can quote that. I can say the books of the Bible. 
I can do all these different amazing things, at least in my mind. I want to be seen by men. I want the praise of men. Is that how you live your life? If you live a life that only revolves around the praise of men, it's so empty. Can't you see that? Because somebody might look at you and think, wow, they're great, and that's amazing. They can do those things. And then what? Then they move on to something else. There's nothing else there. There's no fulfillment there. Brothers and sisters, friends and listeners, whoever you are, stop living for the praise of men, but rather live to praise God. That's all that matters. You and I know that. Our, 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 our goal in life is to glorify God. Our goal in life is to point others towards Him and to give Him the praise, not us. I think about what the Apostle Paul said to the church at Galatia, to the Christians there at, at Galatia. And he says in Galatians chapter 1, and verse 10, he says, For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? He says, For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. You see, Paul got it. Paul understood because Paul had been on both sides of this. Paul knew what it meant to be a Pharisee. Paul knew exactly what it meant to live for the praise of men. But yet he has turned his life around and he understands. He says, do I seek to please men? He says, if I still tried to please men, I'm no longer a servant of Christ. You can't be both. You can't live for the praise of men and live to praise God. You can only do one or the other. Friends, let's choose to praise God. The praise of men, it won't last. It might give you momentary pleasure, but that's it. That's all that sin does. It gives you momentary pleasure and then it goes away. Live to praise our God in heaven above. Number four, or excuse me, number three, the last one we're going to talk about. Stop living for the benefits of this world. Stop living for the benefits of this world. And I think that sometimes, and we all fall into this category, but sometimes we all look around at those in this world and we might look at our neighbor and we might think about how well off they are. We might look at, what is it they call the Joneses down the street, right? We might look at them and think about how great they are. Look at their possessions. Look at the car that he's able to drive. Look at the house they live in. Look at the TV they just bought. Look at the furniture that they're able to have. Look at the clothes that they wear when they walk out. So often we measure our success in this world by how many quote-unquote things we have to have. You see, the benefits of this world offer pleasure. They fulfill that desire. But for how long? Now, obviously, there's nothing wrong with having physical things, is there? There's nothing wrong with having material possessions or monetary possessions. But when we live for those kinds of things, when we make it our quote-unquote purpose in this world, that's where our problems all begin. When our wants blind our vision for what we're supposed to be doing in this life. You, you know the passage very well. First John chapter 2, 15 through 17, do not love the world or the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the Father, the love of the world is not in him. For all that's in the world, everything that's in the world, in three categories, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. It's not of the Father, but it's of the world. All that is in the world is not of the Father, because the world's passing away. The lust of the world is passing away. But he who does the will of God abides forever. This is the whole idea of momentary pleasure versus everlasting uh, blessings and everlasting happiness. 
When you do all of these things to receive all of these quote-unquote worldly benefits, it will only last you for a short while. But he who does the will of God abides forever. We must stop living with the sole purpose of gaining and retaining all of these quote-unquote things. If we put our stock and our hope in them, we will always end up disappointed. Psalm 49, verse 16 through 17, Do not be afraid when one becomes rich, when the glory of his house is increased. For when he dies, he shall carry nothing away. His glory shall not descend after him. When we die, friends, we're not taking anything with us. We came in with nothing. We will go out with nothing. You see, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter what you have accomplished in this life. We're all going to stand equal before our Creator. Jeff Bezos, I think, is the most uh, wealthy man in the world with however many billions of dollars that he have that he has. But you know what? He's going to stand at the exact same place, judged by the exact same God on the exact same day as the most poor man in this entire world. It doesn't matter what you own. The only thing that matters is if you've lived for God and not lived for yourself, for the benefits of this world, and for the praise of men. Second Peter 3 and verse 10, The day the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens will pass away with a great noise. The elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are, in, that are therein will be burned up. The things in this life will not last. They will decay. They will no longer exist. So why live for things? That are not going to last. You know there are things in life. That we must. Transform out of. When we talk about this idea of living. This world it offers us momentary hope. It offers us momentary pleasure. It offers us this fulfilled desire. But it goes away. But if you and I dig in, dig deep into the word of God. If we trust in him. If we find those blessings. They'll last for an eternity. And that is for what we should be living. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.